Hey everyone, welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast tailor-made for women who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Before we get into this episode, I wonder, are you a planner like me? Like, make your to-do list, check things off. And if you do something that's not on the list, you put it on the list so you can check it off. Yeah. If that's you, then you will love a free tool that I have for you. We are getting ready to do our 90-day mission planning in our Rooted Group Coaching community. And you can download the tool for free and do it on your own. Just go to erinharrigan.com slash 90-day tool, download that, and start your planning for this last quarter of 2021 that's coming up. We're going to be doing our planning in the group on October 1st. So you want to make sure you download your tool and then you can walk yourself through it as well. Again, that's a free 90-day tool. Go to erinharrigan.com slash 90-day tool to get yours so you can plan this fourth quarter. All right, let's get to the podcast. Hey friends, welcome back to the podcast. It is the last Monday in September. You guys, how did this happen? Oh my goodness. So now everyone, hopefully uh, by the time we listen to this, everyone's been back in school some more than a month, but around a month, and we are getting ready to step into Q4. And so what better time for us to be unpacking this process, this sort of four-step, four-pronged, four-piece process It's a lot of peace of the hustle with heart journey. So we've talked about God defines and God directs. And now this week we're going to unpack, what do we do with that? What are we responsible for? And that is how do we put this into discipline? So I want to let you know, I was going to combine discipline and development into one episode, but there just was so much rich content and so much I wanted to share from the Bible on both of these that we're going to finish up the series with develop in two weeks, because next week we'll have our next entrepreneur interview series, which you are not going to want to miss. Um, my guest, Jessica Hoddle is incredible and you're going to love it. So let's talk about discipline, by the way, don't miss out on getting that 90 day tool, get on over to aaronharrigan.com slash 90 day tool. And you'll have the same tool to walk through the 90-day mission planning exercise that we do in my Rooted group coaching membership. And if you want more information on Rooted, just shoot me a DM and I'll fill you in on that because it is not open right now. Um, But here is where we're going. So right now we're in the midst of the Hustle with Heart course. We are going into week two of the course. And so we're just starting to get into... um, the directing part with the Lord. And when we know how he defines us and we are clear and committed to his direction, we can then start to put this into action. But there's some ways that we put this into action. See, we we as ambitious 
uh, women of faith in business, like we're go-getters. We are achievers and many of us are overachievers and we need to have some ground rules for this action thing because, you know, the world would say, go take action and go take more action and keep taking action. And if things are not going the way that you want them to go in your business, the world's answer is, well, you're just not doing enough or you're just not having enough conversations, et cetera. And often it really has to do with consistency. It's not necessarily more, but it's about being committed to consistency. And we're going to talk more about that shortly. But let me give you some ground rules for establishing the discipline that we need to have to pursue success God's way. So first and foremost, there are some ground five ground rules that I have for you. Number one is you've got to yield your fruit. Your fruit is your fruit, and my fruit is my fruit, and neither of us can produce someone else's fruit. You don't see an apple tree going, gee, I wish I could create oranges or an orange tree going, gee, I wish I could make apples. No, no, no. We are each uniquely, wonderfully, fearfully made. And therefore we have very specific fruit that we are to yield. Um, So a couple of things about this fruit idea. Number one, in John one, or I'm sorry, in John 15, Jesus talks about he is the vine and we are the branches. You're going to hear me um, rifling through to get there. And John 15, four and five are the foundational verses for this hustle with heart, pursuit of success, God's way message, because it has everything to do with God has given us an assignment. We are to be a branch and we are to be molded to him. And only as we are molded to the vine, do we get nourishment, right? So When we are aligned, abiding in, enmeshed with the vine, we have nourishment and we produce fruit. And not just some fruit, but much fruit is what it says. So let me just read you this this passage, John 15, 1 through 5. I am the true vine. My father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Uh, And by the way, he does this repeatedly and it is painful and it is the things that we do not want to give up, but that the Lord knows that he needs to get out of his way in order to do his work. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes again over and over that it may bear more fruit. Three, you are already clean because of the words that I've spoken to you. Four, abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. For I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. So first and foremost, We each have to yield our own fruit. That's principle one, right? How do we know what that fruit is? God has directed us and he's defined it, right? All right, so principle number two is we have to commit to being faithful and then take the action of trust. So trust is the action of faith. I found this in guideposts.com. It says, Faith is a belief system, but trust is the action. Faith is believing that God is who God says he is and that what God can do, only God can do. But trust takes things a step further. It's making the willful choice to trust that he will do what he promises and that we will step in action. Because as James says, faith without works is dead. 
right? So we've got to have the faith in the Lord and trust, like we talked about last week, that the Lord is who he says he is and that he directs us and he guides us and that he is for us and not against us and that he is committed to us. We have to trust, we have to have faith in that and then move in trust. Number three, you've got to be surrendered. Like there's no way to do this unless we're surrendered. And, you know, I've said this before. Someone else said it to me that partial obedience is disobedience. Partial surrender is disobedience, but it's hard. It's hard to be surrendered because we want to be in control. In my upcoming, in my course, they're going to be experiencing in just a few weeks, this tool that we use called the under control tool. And it helps us to really define what's ours to do and what's God's, right? Because we just often want to do God's work. Not because we think we're better than God, but and not even necessarily that we think that we're better at doing it, but we just think, I'll just take that off your plate. It's just easier for me to do it, Lord. No, 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 no. We have to be surrendered. And you know what? Surrender is an action word and surrender takes courage over comfort because surrendering is not our comfort zone. An adventure in the Lord begins outside of our comfort zone because our comfort zone is doing, 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 being in charge, being in control. Surrender takes courage because it is outside of our comfort zone. And surrender, by the way, is not apathy. Surrender doesn't mean you're laying around like, yeah, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to leave it up to the Lord. No, no, no. Surrender is, I care so much for you, Lord, that I want to walk in the center of your will. I don't want to impede anything that you can do. Show me where to go. Use me. Send me. How can I help one more? Even if it doesn't look the way I want, even if it doesn't have the results I want, even if it's not the direction I thought I needed to go in, surrendered means you're doing it all his way. Number four, you need to be focused on Jesus and not on what you think you're missing out on. Focus over FOMO. You know, in um, Psalm 34, 10, it says the young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. There is nothing you are missing by following the Lord. Nothing. But you got to stay focused on him. You know, when Peter stepped out of the boat and took Jesus's hand to walk on water, when he was focused on Jesus, he was on top of the water. But as he began to get distracted, right? Remember, the enemy wants us distracted and discontent and doubtful. And as he began to look at the storm and doubt that he could actually walk on water, then he began to sink because he stopped focusing on the Lord. I like to think of focus as focused on Christ until steady, right? Focused on Christ until steady and successful. So keeping your eyes on him and knowing that the Lord cares for you. He is for you and not against you. So it takes focus over FOMO. And then it takes giving glory where glory is due. That's number five. So those those five pieces, yielding your fruit, faith and trust, surrender, focus, and giving the credit to the Lord, giving him all the glory. So all of that is the foundation that we need to be aware of before we take action. Knowing that as we take action, we're going to slip sometimes, right? We're going to have to go back to these principles and remember, hold on, hold on. That's her stage, not my stage. I need to yield my fruit. Or I don't know, Lord, like I have faith in you, but I'm afraid to step. No, no, no. We have to take the step of trust, right? Or I got this, Lord. No, no, no. Surrender. Or I don't know. This is scary, Lord. Are you focused on him, right? 
And then in the end, are we taking credit for ourselves? Are we doing this to achieve things for the world? Like in Galatians 1.10, am I working for man's approval or am I working for the Lord, right? We have to constantly be asking ourselves those questions. All right, so now we have that foundation. Let's talk about putting in place a daily discipline. So discipline is that third piece of that process. God defines, God directs, and now we put it into discipline. We put it into action. In Acts, I'm sorry, I'm going to take you to Colossians. Where is my Colossians? You know where I'm going, right? Colossians 3. So let me get there. In Colossians 3, 23 and 24, you all are probably very familiar with this passage. Oh, where is it? Here we go. I had to get past Philippians. It says, whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the Lord Christ. So first and foremost, in taking that action, it's about setting a daily discipline so that our action can be meaningful. Our action can be aligned to the Lord. Our action, what we do daily is lined up with the direction that he's given him, he's given us. So the way that we need to do this is to set a daily discipline. So I'm gonna give you some ideas for how we set our daily discipline. This is what I teach my coaching clients. It's what I teach in the Hustle With Heart course. Um, So here's what action looks like when we're pursuing success God's way. This is sort of a day in the life. Start every day in his presence, period. (laughs) I can drop the mic right there, right? Start every day in his presence. Make this his action. If you're, make this your daily first action. If you're looking at this on um, YouTube, I'm here to tell you, I got my phone in my hand. And very often we're like picking up the phone before our feet hit the floor. And yes, I know there's a U version app for the Bible. And I do look at that every single morning, but are we immediately starting to pray in our heads, thanking him for a new day, asking him, what does he have in store for us today? What fresh mercies does he have, right? Where does he want us to go today? Are we spending time journaling on what we're reading in the word? Are we spending time reading the word? Listen, I know as busy women, it is challenging to carve out this time, but here's what I I have personally experienced, and I know others have experienced. When we start our day without him, it goes astray very quickly. When we start a day with him, even as he shifts and turns and redirects our days sometimes, upending our schedule or moving things off of our calendars, like it's it's in his hands. So we've got that, that piece right there. Number two, we have to have our priorities in order. So what I recommend is when people take a look at their calendar, have they put God and then family and then business? So what are the family priorities that need to be on your calendar and in your daily to-do list? What are those things that you need to get done for your husband, for your kids, for your family, whatever that looks like? That those priorities need to be in order. And I usually use Sunday evenings to take a focused 15 minutes and just plan out my week ahead, but then saying, Lord, this is your time. Here's what I'm putting on paper. Just shift me where you need me to be. But these are the priorities in the right order. Number three is establishing a daily to-do list. So I recommend that you don't have more than six things on that list. 
because our brains really truly cannot handle more than that, even though we'd like to think they can because multitasking is a myth. Uh, We need to start with those six things, but doing that daily. And again, offering that up to the Lord as you're putting that list together. And listen, I mean, the business world is right. Like make sure that what you're putting on the list are the things that are most important for moving your business forward and having prayed over that. So make sure that you're you're putting that list in place. Um, number four, before you pick up the phone, before you email, before you text, pray over that person that you're reaching out to. That that both of you would be inspired and encouraged and empowered in the conversation or the interaction that you're going to have, and that it would be the best outcome for everyone when you have that conversation. Number five, when you feel distracted, and you will, because number one, that's natural, and number two, the enemy is gonna try to distract you when you're doing God's work. Take a break, take a breath. I know sometimes I'm working on my laptop and I feel like I have a massive block in what I'm writing or things start to go crazy on my laptop and it's not working the way I want. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I hear you. It's time for me to shut down, shut down. Very often when I'm feeling I'm spinning and spiraling in, in, you know, mind trash, I stop. I truly get on my knees in my office and I pray Psalm 24 verses four and five. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your path. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. On you, I wait all the day. I actually think that's Psalm 25. Let me just look. So I'm giving you the right roadmap here. It is Psalm 25, verses four and five. So don't be afraid to do that. And then the last thing that I really encourage you to do is set a timer for 15 minutes in the evening, long before bedtime, to just look at the next day, to pray over it. You know, if you follow me on social media, every night I post in my Instagram stories, what I call the nightcap. And it's just a thought. Sometimes it's a scripture, um, an an affirmation or prayer, um, asking the Lord to bless my mind before I go to sleep. Just a thought before you go to bed, because our minds can swirl, right? When we lay down, anybody else feel that your mind is swirling at night before you go to sleep? Yeah. So as part of your discipline, Set an alarm for a 15 focused 15 minutes to plan and pray over the next day, over the next day. And then lastly, let your last prayer before you go to sleep be gratitude, thanking him for the day, thanking him for what got done and did get done, thanking him for protecting your time, thanking him for, um, you know, the directions that he moved you in, whatever that looks like, let that be your discipline. The last thing that I want to talk about on this episode is consistency and commitment. So I really encourage you to go back in July. I'll post in the show notes what these episodes were, but I de- I did a deep dive into um, cl- uh, consistency and commitment back in July, I think it was. Um, consistency, commitment, completion. But here's what I want to finish up with. When we are consistent in our daily discipline, that is discipline. And God honors consistency. Um, Dr. Char, or Dr. I'm sorry, Pastor Stephen Furtick said in an Elevation Church sermon, the impact of finishing is greater than the excitement of starting. Um, 
T.D. Jakes in a social media post said the repeat, the victory is in the repeat, not the retreat. So consistently, daily, I don't mean boring doing the same thing every day over and over, but I mean being consistent and sticking to this daily discipline. I promise you it will feel so much better if you are consistent in this discipline. Pastor Craig Rochelle said, small disciplines done consistently lead to big results over time because anyone can do anything one time, but it takes godly discipline and diligence to be consistent, especially when it feels like nothing is happening. So consistency is a huge part of your daily discipline. And then commitment. You know, through our discipline and through our consistency, we demonstrate our commitment to God's definition and direction. We demonstrate our commitment to what God has given us to do. And you know what? That commitment is not just about us. First and foremost, that commitment is to the glory and honor of the Lord. Let us glorify and honor him with our commitment and our obedience because look at all he's done for us. Number two, when we keep a commitment in our businesses to work consistently consistently and with discipline, our confidence grows because we know we can trust ourselves. We kept the promise to ourselves. Our commitment to working with discipline impacts our family because we are committed to providing for our family or we're committed to showing our children what it looks like to have a mom who works with diligence and consistency, but without overachievement and overwhelming ourselves. But it also is a commitment that has a ripple effect to the generations of people we may never meet, but who are connected to the people that the Lord has aligned us to work with. So a daily discipline honors our commitment. Working that daily discipline consistently honors our commitment. Do you see how it all folds in together? Do you see how this hustle with heart process starts with the Lord defining and directing us, but then we put it into discipline and the greatest gift that we can give back to him is to use the gifts and the talents and this vehicle of our business to establish a daily discipline that honors him. Mm, It gives me chills to think about it. So think about how you can put that discipline into your life. Um, Because really the greatest action that we have is service. And we can't serve anybody if we don't have a daily discipline around that. And that includes starting with the Lord and ending with the Lord. Bookends of our day, if you will. Listen, hit me up on social. I wanna hear what you think about this. Screenshot this podcast, share it, tag me, share it with a friend, whatever that looks like. I really want to hear how this idea of discipline inspired you, or maybe it gave you something different to think about, or maybe it was a different perspective. I don't know, Um, but I'm excited to hear about that. Be sure you tune in next week for our next entrepreneur interview. And then on October 11th, the second Monday of October, we will finish up this discussion of the process with develop. God defines and directs us. We put that into discipline and that allows us to develop and we'll finish that up then. All right, everybody. See ya. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a business with God as your most powerful business partner. Listen, I get so excited about your shout outs to the podcast on social media. So when you shout out, please tag me. 
You can follow me on Facebook as The Hustle With Heart Coach and on Instagram as Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur. For all things Hustle With Heart, visit erinharrigan.com and pick up your free copy of chapter one of my book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle With Heart. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact His kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. 